All right. Hey, welcome back to the Go for CEO channel, where we bring you CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs all around the world. Uh, this gentleman, you know, it's been a, a cool uh, just getting to know him scenario over the last few months. Uh, again, yes, I plucked him out of Clubhouse. Uh, and you see the cool uh, headdressing that he has because he's got a unique brand and he really cares about helping you with his business, right? Health Unicorn Mike, my man, thank you so much for being a part of the Go for CEO channel. Welcome on. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I'm happy to be here. Excited to be part of the, the Go for CEO opportunities. I know you're really well connected. You're talking to the right people. And I'm just happy to be connected with you, man. This is exciting. Awesome, my man. And by the way, if you're new to Gopher CEO, go ahead and subscribe to the channel below. You know, become a member of the Gopher CEO community on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. I mean, we're trying to build really a great community of small to medium-sized business owners that tell their story of how to truly run a business, how to be in business, you know, and all those types of things. So again, smash the like button and uh, share, you know, out into the community. So uh, Health Unicorn Mike, you know, uh, I'm excited to have you on because I think that you really play a role in what's happening out there, right? As the great resignation happens, uh, you're leaving benefits at a corporate type of job. And man, if you're an entrepreneur, they need you, like they have to talk to you. So tell me a little bit about and tell the community how you looked at this industry, this business, and how you got started kind of thinking about the ideation of Health Unicorn Mike. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh... I've been actually selling insurance for a long time, probably about nine years. Um, I was, uh, before I was into uh, the health insurance space, uh, I was actually a financial advisor uh, under the Penn Mutual banner. Um, and then uh, decided that I didn't really like the life conversation. I really liked the health conversation. Uh, inter interestingly enough, um, one of my first jobs um, out of college before I went to graduate school for my double masters uh, was actually uh, being a national claims adjuster for Blue Cross Blue Shield. So I already had an, an inclination and in, in a, you know, a hankering for health insurance uh, before I really got into the industry. And then um, after being a financial advisor for a while, I loved the health insurance aspect and I started actually dealing with over 65. Um, did Medicare, Medicare supplements. Um, so I speak the over 65 lane. I was probably appointed with about 25 different companies at that point. Um, actually won agent of the year in 2018 and I got second place in 2019. And then I transitioned uh, right pre-COVID, you know, like a couple months before COVID to start my own company um, uh, doing actually the under 65. So kind of where the unicorn aspect comes into it is that most people, uh, when you're dealing with insurance, probably only speak just one lane of insurance, right? They have their one lane, they stick to it, and that's all that they do, right? Um, but because I'm so well-versed, I, I speak over 65 fluently, under 65 fluently, uh, self-dental, self-vision, I speak life, you know, I'm able to have the conversation to actually make sure I'm specifically uh, helping people um, and make sure they're taken care of. And then my wife actually came up with the uh, whole uh, health unicorn mic thing. Uh, what was funny, uh, I had a client I was talking to and I was telling the client all, all the things I could do, you know, health insurance, you know, same things I'm telling you now. She said, like, oh my goodness, if you can do all those things, uh, you must be a unicorn. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm a unicorn, right? And uh, my daughter... <laughs> Uh, my daughter is six now, but at the time she was five and she's she, four and she loves unicorns. That's her favorite thing is unicorns. So she had a unicorn headband, uh, probably this actually, this exact one. And she had a unicorn headband uh, in the house. And so I put it on and I was just doing a little unicorn dance and joking around with her. And my wife was like, no, 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 that's a thing. That whole thing, that's a thing. So a healthy unicorn Mike was born. And uh, what makes me an actual unicorn in the industry is, um, uh, of course, my level of experience, um, the expertise, the, the licensures, um, the awards, all that stuff. And then I probably have about 5,000 clients. 
Um, and then interesting, the most interesting thing in that capacity is uh, I'm in such a niche field in regards to the private health insurance that uh, there's actually only uh, 3,200 people in the entire country that have access to what I have access to. And of wow. those 3,200, uh, I was probably number, what was the number 18 in the country two weeks ago, uh, number two in the region. So um, doing that at a high level, doing it at a high level for a long time and just been helping a lot of people. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, it's uh, interesting to kind of, uh, tweak some of the messaging, right? Uh, as you said, may, initially financial advisor, you know, you looked at it holistically, you found uh, some niches in inside that you really enjoyed, right? You became passionate about, and all of a sudden, boom, you got that business rolling. I mean, 5,000 clients, that's no easy task. Uh, even no, no matter how long you've been in business, 5,000 is a big, big number. So I uh, appreciate you sharing kind of how that started, the mindset, and then awesome, the, the cool branding. So tell us a little bit about, uh, let's, let's dive into the branding side of things. Um, how has it affected you to be, uh, you know, one of 3,200 or so, like you said, uh, specialists in the country, but have this unique branding to share with us as far as the health unicorn side and, and how do you think it's impacted your business? Uh, it's been tremendous. Uh, it gives me a, a point of differentiation that no one else has. Um, I'm able to speak to the branding because I believe in it and it, it actually, you know, aligned with who I am. Um, so that, that part's been tremendous. Um, most of the people that are in my industry, uh, they're, they're cold callers, you know, they call you, Hey, do you need help insurance? You know, that's their conversation. You know, I uh, had an entirely different approach and that's probably where my success has been in regards to a business perspective. Um, and I think that everybody else, the, the example that I give, I say, everybody else is minnow hunting. I say that they're, they're jumping into an ocean, uh, with a, with a net. Right. And don't get me wrong, go get some fish, you know, jump into ocean with a net, you know. Um, but I think that the more effective strategy and the way to be more efficient and, and more intelligent is to actually jump into a lake with a harpoon. And that's what, how I approach it from a health unicorn mic perspective, uh, because it allows me to be targeted, be specific, and to be branded in, an, in a way that uh, people can relate to. You know, I feel like there's, uh, I think I've looked up a statistic, I think Michael is the most common name in the world, or second most common name in the world behind Muhammad, and in America, it's the most common name. So to be a health unicorn definitely would make me stick out and, and not just be, you know, Mike, but a health unicorn Mike, which allows a point of differentiation, it creates the branding, and it creates, you know, that draw and offer. I love it. I love it. So to help us understand, you know, as you uh, have branded yourself, and um, what are some of the, air, you know, arenas, right? Uh, I know, obviously, you're on Clubhouse. That's how we met. Uh, what other portals or social media outlets have you been able to kind of be on to, to, to you know, grow your following? Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and then I've, I actually, um, I think I'm supposed to be speaking at about six conferences this year uh, uh, as, a, as a keynote speaker in regards to talking about health insurance. Because uh, again, uh, what's funny is I put on my LinkedIn profile, I, I speak a language that nobody else knows health insurance, you know, so uh, it's, it's, it's allows for a point of differentiation, but I'm taking just a different approach. Um, I've been doing podcasts, I've been doing conferences, summits, conventions, um, and then I actually aligned myself specifically on Clubhouse. I'm, I'm the official uh, health insurance broker for the Black Think Tank, amongst other groups. I'm the mm -hmm. official health insurance broker for probably about 10 different groups up there, and uh, it just kind of, you know, applies to the same approach there. I love it. I love it. So, um, you know, you, you start the business, uh, you, you get into the industry, you kind of tweak the way that you start to go to market, you start to develop some depth, you know, in those things. What's, what's been a learning experience as you've been kind of this entrepreneur spirit uh, tied to different, uh, different areas of your industry? 
and having to develop those relationships uh, as far as providers and those types of things? I think one of the biggest lessons has been um, understanding how important it is to build relationships, as you mentioned, you know, um, it's not about going for the immediate sale. You know, uh, I'm actually writing a, quite a few books about sales, but it's not about going for the immediate sale and getting the immediate ROI. It's actually, uh, for me, it's been really about building the relationship because I want the continual business. Um, and not only do I want the continual business, I want to be the most highly recommended person you can possibly know. You know, I want to be uh, the person that you think of when you think of health insurance or the person that you think of when you think of benefits or, you know, whatever uh, in that capacity. It's funny, my, my tagline is literally uh, your friend with benefit options because it's, it's for that same type of purpose. I want, when you think of benefits or think of health insurance or entrepreneurs, uh, I want you to think of Health Unicorn Mike. So I go out of my way to, to distinguish it in that capacity. And I think that my biggest lesson, especially starting my own business comparatively to working for a firm is the impact of building relationships and not only building relationships, but building continual intentional relationships. I love it. I love it. So, you know, Hey, look, it, it's never easy to, to start something. Uh, and especially in a, in a business that sometimes, you know, it takes a while to build up that clientele. It takes a while to build up that residual uh, income wise, you know, especially with 5,000 clients. Tell us those first few months and years, what were some dynamics of how you managed, you know, to be able to kind of uh, go from that specific way of thinking, which is, you know, it's not the ROI up front, but it is the ROI that you need eventually. So what were you doing? Were you uh, just doing bigger numbers in marketing? Were you attracting more people? Were you connecting with other advisors? How did you get your business really kind of launched off? Okay. I think it was, uh, again, with the approach of, of the, uh, I, I think of it as, as well hunting, you know, I say everybody else in my industry is, is minnow hunting, um, uh, literally just getting the stuff that jumps into, you know, onto their boat. So, so easy to easy sales, right? Um, for me, I'm like, nah, I think that the bigger opportunity is to be well hunting. I, I don't consider myself a well, I'm not a well at all. I'm more so like a dolphin, you know, <laughs> so I get, uh, perceived as a well, but definitely not a well, definitely a, a more of a dolphin in that capacity. But what I was under the impression of was, um, you know, people will hang out with, with people they, they know, like, and trust, right? Uh, people uh, want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And then uh, initially going into business, I was under the impression that everybody knew each other, you know, like, hey, these heavy hitters know these heavy hitters, and they only hang out with each other. That was completely incorrect. You know, um, mm -hmm. And what I actually learned is that, and where my business has actually been successful, is that people don't know each other. And that's really where I come in at. So I have an, an interface where I'm able to uh, be the approach of, of talking about health insurance, but I may also talk to them about other things, you know, have other avenues, et cetera. Um, also, uh, what's worked well for me is that I've actually lived all over the country. So I, I can typically relate to most people in a lot of capacities. I've lived in probably 15 different states. So um, my unique set of experiences and skills, uh, typically people are, are, are you know, comfortable with it. And then um, putting the unicorn on my head uh, removed all intimidation and all, and all fear of, of engaging with an insurance broker. Because uh, now they're like, this guy's a unicorn on his head. There's no way that... Uh, you know, he's going to be malicious or be doing something incorrect. And, you know, that's how I operate. I operate, you know, uh, completely, I have a fiduciary responsibility to help people. But by putting a unicorn in my head and just kind of lowering that that barrier of entry in regards to uh, connectivity, it's really uh, scaled the business. So I, I, I want to say that the biggest thing has just been being the unicorn, uh, sticking out in a way uh, that allowed me to differentiate myself and to be uh, very intentional. So go for CO community. I mean, you're learning a ton right now about, that branding aspect about 
really making relationships count. And then also that upfront uh, feeling that that client has to be able to kind of say to themselves, okay, look, you know, this is a, a scary area for some, you know, especially when they leave that uh, corporate environment and they need to get some personal insurance. They don't know how to really kind of attack it uh, from either over 65 or under 65. And you've got a, a great person that's really truly doing good things. So awesome. Awesome. So as you've grown uh, health unicorn, Mike, you know, what are some areas that you are starting to see, uh, operationally that you've had to tweak maybe? Is it your technology? Is it the systems? Is it choosing providers that make it easier for you to do business? How, how has that played out for you? Um, I think the biggest transition has been scaling, you know, and um, retention. You know, what's, what's interesting is that um, when you work for a firm, you care about retention, but it's not your priority, you know, it's not, the buck doesn't stop there for you. You have a back office team, you know, people handle it for you, they'll make the calls, you know, um, but then when you're on your own, everything stops at you. So it's like, um, you can write a fantastic policy and do everybody the right way, but what I've been having to tweak uh, specifically as you asked is, is the language within which I'm using. What I'm learning more and more is that people don't even speak the language of health insurance, uh, much less to understand it, you know? Um, so use common jargon, you know, deductible co-insurance, co-pays, um, you know, simple stuff like that. Not even talking about from a network perspective or network discounts or line item benefits, you know, all the nuances of it. And then another thing that I've had to tweak is that most people um, think that insurance is kind of a, a utopia. You know, it's all the same. It's corny copy, everything's exactly the same, works the same for everybody. It's exactly the opposite of how actual insurance works, um, mm -hmm. especially when you're under the age of 65. So the educational sale has been a much more important aspect of the sale than the transactional sale. And that's been a transition. Nice. I love that, man. That, that was a deep right there. I think the last probably 10, 15 seconds, a lot of people can really relate to, you know, are you transactionally selling or are you educating? And then that becomes your sale. Right. Uh, you know, part of uh, what I do in, in the financial world is that right is is education up front. And then it allows that client to really kind of become like, oh, wow, this person cares about where I need to go for myself. And then, yeah, we know that we all need to make money. Right. So it allows for that uh, commonality. So when you said scaling, um, you know, right now, I don't know if you are mostly working with, you know, either other agents, right, that bring you business how is it that you are scaling the actual firm itself? Is it through, uh, are you looking to recruit new health insurance people to work underneath you? Uh, how do you build out that model for scaling? Um, I've, I've, had, I've run teams before. So, you know, for me, it's, it's a matter of doing it uh, under my own brand. Um, I, haven't, I haven't started hiring yet. Um, candidly speaking, I'm, I'm trying to cultivate it uh, it's kind of like your baby, you know, you start a business, you know, it becomes your baby, right? And I'm trying to make sure that the baby is well taken care of before I bring somebody else involved, you know? It's like, it's like uh, you get a newborn and you don't trust anybody to babysit your kid, you know? <laughs> it's kind of the same avenue here in regards to the business and the brand. Um, it's like, well, yes, I'm going to grow and yes, I'm going to build and yes, we're going to scale, but I want to do it uh, with purpose, right? Because I don't want to bring somebody on and then they're delineating from the brand or they're, they're delineating from the opportunity, right? Um, obviously the, the future goal is, is everybody's a health unicorn and you know, you become a health unicorn, you become a health unicorn. But what I really wanna do, how I'm going to scale and when, once I start scaling, is I'm gonna have a, a differentiated approach than anyone else. And what I mean by that is what I wanna do is with scaling, I want to have to be very specific. So 
um, I'll, I'll probably, let's say next two to three years, I'll probably bring on seven to 10 people, you know, and I'll give each of them a niche for them to focus on and focus their efforts on. Because what I want is for them to be an expert um, in their niche, which allows them to, to generate their own opportunity as a result of being their expert in their niche. Like for example, for myself, uh, entrepreneurs are the people who help the most, right? Um, a lot of my clients are truckers and travel nurses and lawyers and accountants and doctors. Um, that's the people I help the most. But when I was first getting into the industry and first you know, getting into it on my own specifically, um, I was too niche down, right? Like I only talked to uh, realtors, only talked to realtors. And there's a ton of realtors. But the thing is, is that realtors availability wasn't there. So it really didn't allow for, um, you know, opportunity from a financial perspective as much as it should have, right? So then I had to branch out and we uh, find the last point in that capacity. But what in essence I did, the same thing I teach teams, I teach them how to find your client avatar, right? Because I think if you can niche down and find your client avatar and then find a way to be around only your client avatar, then that's where you're going to be successful. That's that's where I come to Clubhouse at. That's, that's specifically why I'm on Clubhouse is because my ideal client, i.e. entrepreneurs, are on that interface. Um, and not only are they on the interface, they're on the interface heavily. They're really involved, uh, similar to like LinkedIn, um, similar to Facebook groups, similar to, um, you know, connect your TikTok to your Instagram. I guess so there's a lot of ways to approach it. But for me, um, Clubhouse has tripled my business because of the intentionality and the approach that I have there um, on, that, on that app. That's phenomenal. So I would say, you know, one of the, the secrets that you're really, you know, implementing is that you see uh, a vision inside of the industry. You see how you've been able to brand yourself. You see uh, media outlets and, and social portals of how to attract the right avatars you're talking about. So what, what are some other uh, tentacles and, and types of people that you like to work with that may bring you business or vice versa, you may refer business to, to be able to have uh, an outside network instead of just only your efforts uh, bringing you business. Okay. Well, I'm, I have uh, strategic partnerships with, um, with real estate brokers, with mortgage lenders, with financial advisors, with people in the life insurance space, people in the disability space, PNC agents. Um, I have, uh, you know, set myself up where the, the tentacles are out there, but those people are bringing me the opportunity. Like, for example, uh, I have a, a client that um, has a car detailing business, right? Um, well, guess what? He knows other people that do car detailing. All those other people that do car, deta car detailing are 1099. Uh, they'd be my ideal type of client. So by me interfacing with that person, I'm able to actually interface with others as well, uh, similar to like travel nursing. Uh, I'm establishing connections right now with uh, recruiters, for example, um, and people just, you know, in different industries, industries that are complementary to what I offer. Um, what's, what's so interesting uh, in that capacity is, is I, I preach about this all the time on my stages. You know, you're always on my stages, so you know I am, but uh, collaboration over competition, right? And I think that the issue is that people don't realize how to collaborate, right? They, they look at it almost as a challenge or as, as a, you know, they're going to take away from me. But if you are a complimentary piece to what somebody is doing, then there's always going to be a value add type of relationship where everybody wins. So that's kind of how I try to approach. That's phenomenal, man. So I, I love the depth, man, how, how you speak. You know, there, there's a lot of depth in how you think about things, how you strategize. 
and how you've become successful. So it's really interesting to kind of hear you. And if, and if people are listening, go for CEO community, you know, take a look, you know, take a replay of some of the things that Health Unicorn Mike is talking about, because there's some real depth of how he strategically set himself up for success. So and that's part of the community we're trying to teach, you know, from all li- different levels of businesses. Um, so, uh, you know, we try to end the, the uh, interviews typically with CEO. So that's client experience. Uh, engagement, now we're calling it instead of employee engagement, uh, and then operational excellence. So when you think about Health Unicorn Mike, the things that you've shared today, and we'd love to have obviously uh, multiple times going on into the future to build a community around Health Unicorn Mike. Uh, But if you think about client experience and the differentiating way that you bring that to the table to how people interact with you, what would you say is your value-added proposition in that sense? Uh, I'd say that I'm, I'm transparent. I'd say that I'm, um, I have a very high level of, of integrity and, and uh, an ethical compass, right? Um, also, um, I, think it's, I think it's vitally important to educate, right? So if you talk to, to Health Uniform Mike, if you've ever spoken to me on any stages in any rooms and any social media, non-social media, face-to-face, I'm the exact same person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of the topic, I'm the exact same person. And I'll, I'll pour into whatever thing that you ask for. So I, I think that uh, we're, we're in a lot of agents messed up or maybe it's me messing up, who knows? But uh, I like to get go in depth, right? So I like to make sure that not only do you understand the conversation, but you understand the conversation within the conversation. So that way I don't have to come back to have it later on. You know, I'd like to, to mitigate it on the front end as opposed to uh, on the back end. Love it, love it. Well, hey, that's a cool experience to be able to be with a trustworthy person that delivers on what they say and, uh, and then follows up, right? I mean, you don't, you don't keep 5,000 clients because you're not doing the right thing. It's because you've obviously established the right systems, right ways, and all that good stuff. So, all right. So how about engagement? I know that you're not, uh, you know, building out the, the team just yet. Uh, you're preparing that. Uh, but why do people engage with you? Why do you think all these other, like, centers of influence that you have that are, you know, strategic partnerships, why are they engaging with you? That's always, that's a pretty good question. You know, um, I think, I think God, first is, I think it's because God's good. You know, uh, I think uh, that's the premise of everything, you know, and I think it's also because I'm, I try to be relatable and I'm not, again, I'm not intimidating, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not huge. I'm not um, ignorant. I don't present myself in any capacity that would be, you know, from a less than perspective where someone could view me um, in a manner that would not be forthcoming or, or matching who I am. You know, um, I think it's vitally important to to operate that way in, in every aspect. Uh, I've always been that way my entire life. Like, you know, even when I got on Facebook, probably in, in what, uh, when I was 13, you know, <laughs> so like 19 years ago, you know, on Facebook type of thing, um, you know, 20, uh, two, 2000, getting on Facebook uh, for the first time type of thing. I still looked at it as this is a resume for me, right? This is this is an opportunity to showcase myself. This is before this was, you know, taught and, and you know, expected and, and part of the, the modicum of conversation. Um, you know, I treated everything as if it was already LinkedIn. So I wanted to make sure that I was always coming off in, in a fashion that made it so I was beyond reproach um, because of, you know, who I was, my the way I, I speak to others. And I think that's why people are, you know, want to be around me. And then also, um, I try to make sure that I add value to whatever else somebody else is doing. So if you're like, hey, you know, I'm connecting here and we're talking about health insurance, perfect, but I'm going to figure out what else it is that you need so I can try to make that connection for you. 
Um, a lot of times in different industries, I'd, I'd be like the glue guy, you know, or, or be the plug, you know, because I want to make sure that you're you're plugged into opportunity. Um, it's, for me, um, oftentimes I say it's not about me, right? That's what you hear me say on all my my stages and all my events and all the things I'm running. It's, it's not about me, right? I'm not that important, right? But if I make it about someone else and about how they're important, then it really always comes back to you. Um, I think the old adage for me was, was just to pay it forward. I saw that movie when I was a kid and it just changed my life. And from that point forward, I, I always had to try to pay it forward as much as I could. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, man, you, you know, you can hear the genuineness of, of how you speak and uh, the depth of what you do. So it's really cool to to experience right now. And I appreciate you you know, being on here and sharing your story. So the last one is operational excellence. Uh, and, you know, if you think about the systems, uh, the tools, the the things that have helped you, right, uh, to be this guy that really has amassed a pretty big book of business in a short period of time, you know, what are some things that you do that are a value add in a, in a you know, in an operation sense that you could share with the, our uh, Go for CEO community? I try to be organized. Um, I, I, I have a Calendly, uh, which I set up. I have my 10K card now, you know, uh, which we set up a uh, digital business card, digital business opportunities there. Um, what else uh, operationally? Uh, my wife gave me a custom business card as well, like that, that actually tied into my digital business card. That's really been very helpful um, in regards to brand differentiation. Um, what else um, operationally? Um, Honestly, I just, I use my phone for everything. My phone is, is everything. And I think I, I coordinate things very well. Um, I operate on an appointment only basis, as opposed to just, you know, spending my time willy nilly. I'm very intentional. Like we had this time schedule. Hey, I was here. I was on time. I was ready. You know, <laughs> But uh, I always want to approach things uh, in such a professional fashion. And I think um, if you are organized um, in a way that suits you, you know, like, um, you know, whether it's from a sense of automation, whether it's a sense of of connecting on multiple things at one time. If you're using your like your a uh, couple of tools like Hootsuite or StreamYard, um, I don't necessarily use them. Still kind of transitioning into them, but um, you know I'm aware of them. You know, and and the thing knowledge in that capacity, the awareness of what you can do is probably the most important things um, to do. Um, and then also again, I, I try to I follow up all the time. I think that's part of my, my organizational process. Very uh, successful and it's part of my business. I, I have a constant follow up um, because I'm always wanting to make sure that, um, again, top of people's minds and, hey, did you need this insurance? Hey, did you need to get taken care of? I'd rather you get taken care of by me than for me to drop the ball, let somebody else handle it, and then they mess you up. So, mm -hmm. I love it. All right. Well, hey, that's the go for CEO uh, you know, side of things. And uh, I love that uh, you've been a part of it. Thank you so much for you know making the time. Any last words? I mean, anything that you want to share that, uh, obviously, you know, please share the website or ways to communicate with you. I know your branding is pretty on point every single place uh, to, with the Health Unicorn Mike, but uh, I'll leave the, the last words to you of how to get a hold of you and where to find you. Okay, yeah. Um, you can check out my, my 10K card, uh, healthunicorn uh, at 10k.com, or you can just uh, go on my website, healthunicornmike.com. That's probably the best avenue. Um, I give a ton of information up there, teaches you about insurance, I've got videos. Um, you can follow me on, on social media platforms, TikTok, Health Unicorn Mike, Instagram, Health Unicorn Mike, uh, Facebook, Health Unicorn Mike, you know, I'm on all, all the same uh, platforms there. Um, to catch me on, I've got different YouTube videos out uh, from people interviewing me, different podcasts, things of that nature. Um, and then just a couple of random notes uh, that, you know, maybe I'll leave with people that are, are trying to be CEOs or trying to transition. Uh, just a couple of notes there. Uh, one, uh, from this is just from a health insurance perspective, I think this would be easier. Um, avoid the hospital. 
the hospital doesn't save you money. The hospital is actually specifically only designed for emergency situations. You'll pay a lot more money out of your pocket um, if you're going to the hospital for something that's not an emergency situation. Instead, mm -hmm. to go to urgent care facilities. Um, and also, um, when you're dealing with diagnostic testings, go to standalone facilities, places like Quest Diagnostics, Simon Labs, Tower Imaging, as opposed to trying, again, to get it done at the hospital so that you can avoid facility charges and uh, you can probably save yourself a ton of money. For that and, and other tips, check out my, uh, check me out on Clubhouse. I run rooms all the time about insurance. I have my own club, uh, Uniform Collaborations. Feel free to come there. Um, and then I, I run rooms three times a week. Uh, I run a room every Tuesday specifically about insurance or wealth or money uh, in that capacity. So if you want to tap in with me, uh, tap in with me. I'm here. I'm here to help. Um, and I want to make sure that you're taken care of. Um, and I'm, everybody calls me Health Unicorn Mike, uh, the guy with the unicorn on his head. And um, I'm your friend with benefit options. Happy to be here and happy to be a part of Go for CEO. It's been a great interview and, and thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. Boom. Yeah. No, hey, man, I appreciate you, uh, you know, making this time. Uh, I love the branding, love the genuineness. And uh, obviously, you just shared a, a ton of wisdom of how to really start your own business and, and be a part of the health industry. Uh, and, you know, uh, hopefully everybody that is interested in this space, not only to uh, become uh, an actual client, but maybe even tap into that industry as Mike is building out his organization and building out some people that uh, you leave a comment on here, you reach out to them, and you be a part of the uh, Health Unicorn Mike uh, stratosphere. So thanks so much, my man. And I appreciate you being on the Go for CEO channel. Absolutely. Thank you, brother.